Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use. And of course, we are live. Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast and YouTube.com slash Up Next. That's right. 1.4K followers damn so on youtube so go follow us on youtube subscribe on the road to two on the road to two yeah we want we want our very own 2.0 it's probably like a thousand and forty instead of like a thousand four hundred but you know it what's it saying oh yeah no sorry 1.04 oh man that was way off that's not as good yeah uh well hey if you're still road to two yeah, if you're watching us on uh, YouTube or Twitch, uh, we the videos stay up. The replay videos are up for those people who you know maybe watch their computer or whatever. And of course, posted on postwrestling.com. We've had quite a few uh, few post wrestling shows that we've been appearing on. Uh, we will be doing a BD Elite on this feed uh, tomorrow night following Dynamite. So look forward to some Dynamite chat on the road to all out but check out rewind a raw with myself and john pollock chatting all about raw and then the uh you were just on with the rewind a dynamite last week so we were all over and the invasion is not over it's not no because oh, no. uh the the four posts of post wrestling are coming together for all out slash worlds collide yeah the worlds will collide this is the true forbidden door the the signal was up in the sky, and we have received, and we have answered, and so has the man called Ting, who will make his triumphant return to a special kind of forbidden door, really, where we will be joining John and Wei from Post Wrestling on the eve of All Out to do a cross show, just chatting about Worlds Collide and All Out in one giant show. 
It's going to be a very long day. It's going to be a long day. I just realized I'm going to be very hungover from my birthday the day before. Yeah. And then we're going to be talking like about a lot of wrestling. Yeah. And I mean, to make things even worse, we agreed to do a live return of the watch alongs for Worlds Collide. So everyone, if you're going to be sitting at home during the daytime, Checking out all the wrestling on that Sunday, September 4th. Well, we got you covered. Come hang out while we watch Worlds Collide. And then uh, then we're going to hang out and watch All Out. And then join John and Way later on YouTube Live. And the audio will be up on the feeds and all that stuff. So yeah. crazy big It'll show. quite a day. Yeah, big, big stuff coming with the podcast stuff. So shout out Wei Ting. Shout out John Pollock. Uh, can't wait for for that. And then, of course, they're doing a show for Clash of the Castle Clash. On the Saturday, yeah. Yeah, so all... Good stuff all around. So lots of stuff going around. Um, quickly, Patreon shows, if you want to check out what we got going on. We've been doing some fun ones. We did ECW Heat Wave 98. We did Dunstan Checks In. Finally. Save, we got there. Save the orangutans. Don't eat Doritos. Yeah, we had a hell of a National Orangutan Day yeah. last week. Shout so, out orangutans. Um, yeah, if you haven't listened to that yet, really fun show talking all about honestly and hotels honestly like sometimes when we do these like silly movie reviews they are the best shows we do we get a lot of messages being like oh i'm last so whenever someone um says they almost swerve off the road driving <laughs> from some of the shit we say that's the biggest compliment so uh, uh love the love for be that careful show. guys yeah, yeah, uh, yeah don't yeah. don't swerve a throat yeah yeah be careful you might hit an orangutan yeah. you never know that could be dangerous uh and then this week we have another movie planned but this was a pick from world champ our man Neil, who selected a few good men, but uh, some some scheduling, we're gonna have to push it back a few days in in the future. Yeah, kind of just something. with uh, with us going to Raw on Monday, that yeah. kind of ate up a, a valuable evening where normally we do do some prep. And I know Neil's busy as well, uh, so we're gonna push this one back to next week. But it will come out. But that gives us all plenty of time to be watching. A whole load of Rey Mysterio as yeah. we celebrate 20 years of Rey Mysterio on and off in the WWE. Um, and we're doing a special best match ever, looking at his best WWE matches. We'll be talking about matches with uh, Kurt Angle, with Eddie, with Edge, with I believe there's a John Morrison one in there. Oh, okay. Uh, Andrade. Nice. Uh, yeah, some uh, some hidden gems. A lot of TV matches, actually. Interesting. Uh, seems to be where... He, he kind of shines the most. So uh, okay. looking forward to that one. We all love a bit of Rey Mysterio. Yeah, so this is just Rey Mysterio in WWE. And I can hear you all going, but, but, but. Yeah, because we can do another show. We can do about another that. show, guys. Down the line. I, I, I do think I prefer a lot of his uh, ECW or WCW stuff. But he has some, some great matches and some hidden gems. And that's kind of what Best Match Ever is, where we find, of course, all the... The stuff we, we know we'll be talking about, but finding some other ones. And I know some stuff with Andrade uh, was in there. That that feud as well we'll be chatting about. Mm. But all the Rey Mysterio, we, we would love your feedback for best Rey Mysterio WWE matches. And, hey, we would love feedback for any moments and stuff like that because I grew up loving Rey Mysterio. I can't wait to revisit some of these matches and chat all about it. But we're recording that tomorrow, so that'll be out on the Patreon uh, as well. But go check us out. Five bucks a month, North Americans here. You get access to all these shows and everything in the back catalog and yada, yada, yada and so forth but yeah uh looking good looking good looking for some shows uh i had a show with john pollock today where we chatted all about raw uh you were at work i don't know how you made it to work you were a true hustle i did all right i think we our big mistake is often i i think if we're, we're having a night on the town and for 
uh, boy, John, John got us fucked up last night. Like, I completely... He just won't stop. I completely blame Pollock. He keeps Pollock. ordering shots. Ordering so much Jameson. Yeah. Drinking it all night. Pulls um, out. He pulls out a giant blunt. We were smoking that. Yeah, I don't know what somehow, was going on. Somehow, suddenly, I'm wearing heart-shaped glasses, which <laughs> I'm keeping forever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're often quite sensed when we're like, hey, we should, we've been drinking, we should eat something. Yeah. So we feel better in the morning. But then we, we go on a bit of a tear and binge. And then I just woke up with like the yeah. biggest fucking food baby. Yeah. Today. I didn't eat all day until um, now. Yeah. But no, I, I felt all right at work. It wasn't too bad. Wow. Uh, but yeah, we had, I had so much fun. First wrestling, uh, WWE event we've been to since what, SummerSlam? Um, yeah. Being there, kind of, when Johnny Gargano comes out. Yeah, I mean, check out the story. I, I go into detail on there, but I mean, what's what's your account? Because basically, I was saying we were in the washroom. Well, you were. I was waiting for you in the washroom, and I was outside, and I'm I'm standing near the curtain of like the show, and I hear the music, and I'm like, oh, it's another one of these camps. I'm like, wait a second, wait, wait is that? That's no, no, no. Hold on. So I peek my head through the curtain. I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I start losing my mind, screaming, and then I'm yelling in you at the corner. You're Russian. You see me yeah. past you. <laughs> I'm like, "Run, just go!" And then we make it in. By the time he's like at the entrance ramp, and we're like singing the song. It, it was like you know. I don't know if you've ever woken up when you're late for work. Yeah. And you wake up and you look at your phone and say you're meant to start at 9 a.m. and you check your phone and it says like 9:43 and you look at it and you don't. Right away, you go, yeah. fuck, I'm late. You go, huh, it's 9.43. Oh, it's Rebel Heart. I start yeah, at Rebel 9. Heart. Yeah, I know okay. the song. Yeah, okay. Oh! What the fuck? <laughs> and you just get, because you hear, like, we heard DX's music play yeah, for yeah. a commercial. Like, they did, what, DX cam and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So you're hearing Rebel Heart, and you're like, oh, okay, man. wait, hang on. He's not here anymore. Why are they playing that? Um, and then lost our GD minds. But, yeah, what a, I, I think, actually, a great idea having because they were in cleveland what just a week or two ago. a few weeks ago yeah um toronto is kind of known for a lot of gargano's career uh i mean just working uh like the indie promotions here he he kind of ran smash for quite a while fourth gun and then had his uh two big takeover matches here the the two out three falls diy match uh with uh revival which is an all-timer and the uh kind of what was it? The final part of the Adam Cole feud, like the two out three yep. falls there. Yep. So I, I think it's a big city for him. And you know, kind of Toronto and Canada being starved for like WWE for so long, they're going to react big to anything. So I kind of feel having Gargano come out in Cleveland. Yeah. He's going to get a good reaction, but it's hometown having him debut elsewhere. It might make people go, Oh, who is this guy? He seems yeah. like a big deal. Um, yeah, really exciting. I you can see Triple H just bringing all his boys back. The Infinity sorry, Gauntlet. Sorry, Double J, but yeah, we're the not... roadies back. <laughs> the roadies <laughs> back. <laughs> but also, like, why wouldn't you? If you're running yeah. a company, you want your your guys you trust and you like. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I feel Gargano has just played it perfectly. He's played his I mean, cards right. Let's not talk too soon, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he could have signed somewhere right away um maybe been lost in the shuffle he kind of waited had his kid mm -hmm. and now like it feels like strike striking the iron when it's hot like coming back now to wwe uh i think which does feel right for him and with triple h papa trip 
yep. in charge. Uh, I'm I'm really excited. He's if you've listened to us for a while, you know he's like one of our guys. guys. Yeah. yeah, we've so, been supporting him for quite a long time, and to kind of finally see that moment and be there for that moment, even made it. And only the only way we can is when we're rushing out of the washroom, like what? The, what, what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I really enjoyed Raw. I I've listened to like half your show so far, so I yeah. kind of want to repeat stuff. But yeah, I thought. Um, the wrestling was pretty good. I thought it was pretty logical. Like it, it seems a bit more of a competent show now. One thing is, as like a live viewer, you can't you can't do the commercial break stuff. You know, right. like you go to an AEW show, you often don't know when it's in commercial because they're they're keeping it. You're keeping the crowd entertained. Yeah, you can tell as soon as you're going to a commercial break because it's headlock or just. What, was it the women's match? They just all walked around. They walked they around didn't do anything, the outside. Yeah. Literally did nothing. And I get it. Hey, if no one's and watching. And it brings like, you right yeah, down. It does. But no one's watching. You've got a sold out arena of yeah, people watching. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And I, yeah. and I think it it means you come back from commercial and the energy does seem a bit low. Whereas how many times we watch a Dynamite and it comes back from commercial and it's so loud because they've been doing crazy stuff during the commercials. That, that kind of was my only... Yeah. criticism last night but i actually thought it was a uh, one of the better roars i've been to yeah honestly i i like i'm thinking about it. it's probably one of my most the most fun i've had at a show because we were sitting with uh papa Your pollock <laughs> yeah john pollock having a crazy time with that wild party animal uh but it, it flowed it was really good and like maybe these this is the you know i i'm the 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 paint is still fresh the 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 lipstick on a pig is still new here but so far so good with whatever they're doing with Triple H running things but Johnny Gargano and Champa on Raw yeah it's only a matter of time before they main event WrestleMania one last big feud I I want to see them have the uh, the Rumble spot like one and two sure or something yeah like okay that. interesting that would be yeah fun. it's just it's just instantly someone that's that's pretty fresh and going forward with the, maybe the Theory feud it makes sense but uh, there's so many dream matchups now i mean the, the probably the most over dramatic match possible is cody versus gargano oh, yeah. the overacting in, in the best possible yeah. way in the match would be amazing uh gargano uh i know i know obviously i think gargano in the interviews and stuff before kind of letting him everyone know he was coming back he did make it seem like some dream matches of his was omega and obviously that mm. would be amazing but there is still so many here now seth rollins gargano could be a whole year feud for all rollins kevin owens yeah there's sammy, a, sammy. Uh, gunther wow yeah true like yeah uh yeah so so many fresh matchups yeah. that sound great and and i feel you can have that with some of your other talent who we're kind of reestablishing like we we really enjoyed watching what chad gable and owens yeah and chad, chad gable someone who's been in the the mix for quite a while and finally this last sort of year has been given a bit more and being able to showcase a lot more what he can do yeah. so uh yeah i i'm like quietly optimistic and i think last night kind of continued that i stayed and watched smackdown on friday and i actually Quite enjoyed myself watching it. Um, really enjoyed those Sammy and Roman segments. So, yeah, WWE may be moving in some good directions. Hey, we'll, you, we'll, we'll still, uh, if we watch Raw every week, we'll definitely give some thoughts. Because now it's basically we're watching NXT from just a few years ago when we loved it, when it was our favorite show to watch. So now there's just a lot of these guys on Raw, and that's all right. That's, yeah. a, that's, not, that's not a bad thing at all. But, yeah, good move in the, in the right direction. And we had a, a pretty wild time at... 
at uh, Monday Night Raw. Can't wait for them to to come back. We had a lot of wrestling. I did mention on Rewind Raw as well. We went to Demand Lucha, which was a ton of fun. Effie Gringo definitely brought the house down. I thought that match was pretty sweet. Yeah, I've been really impressed with Demand Lucha when we've gone. The main events especially. I think Gringo Loco, like all all three mains we've seen with him, he's really brought it. Uh, Who's the guy, the big guy in the mask with the horns? What's Sephiroth? Sephiroth? Something like that. He's like, I don't know who it is. I've never seen him until going to these shows. He's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, And then we went to Super Kicked, and that was even crazier because we had the House of Black, and those guys, like, they... They walk and talk the part. Like, they look like superstars and very spooky and very good wrestlers. They had a pretty, pretty sweet match uh, yeah. as well. Yeah. And being able to be so up close with it because yeah. he kicked is one of these promotions. You can go right up to the ring. Yeah. Um, rock and roll. And getting to see, yeah, these guys who are pretty big stars on TV, we see every week, uh, yeah. right up and close was really thought cool. Yeah. It was all right. So we'll uh, definitely so check yeah, it out. Yeah. Really enjoyed both Super Kicked and Demand Lucha. And then we went to Raw. Right now. And then AEW tickets are on sale soon this week for Toronto. So yeah. we're going to be... Good luck, everyone. Yeah, good luck. Uh, we'll be doing BD Elite tomorrow night and we can chat a bit yeah. more about what's going on in Dynamite because I'm super stoked with all the stuff leading into All Out. It, there's a lot of stuff going on. We don't know what some of the matches are. Mm-hmm. They could pop a pretty big number this week uh, as well. So we'll chat all about that. But follow all our socials for all the wrestling we go to, for all the stuff we post, the shows, and uh, stay in the loop for what we do. Oh, and shout out Jeff. Thank you for the beer. Yeah, Jeff at uh, Superkick. Yeah. That's right. Shout out, Jeff. You got us a nice beer. Um, but there is some uh, being quite a bit of NXT news yeah. in the last week. We kind of felt something was awry a week ago. Did we? Did we pour it out? When, did we pour one out prematurely? Uh, I think. I think we now, had a little pre-drink last week, yeah. and then uh, yeah, it's been confirmed. NXT UK uh, will be no more after this current set of tapings. Um, Tyler Blake, Blake kind of confirming that today. He's the first and last NXT UK champion. Uh, a load of releases. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have the list quite with me here, but, uh, Trent Seven being a pretty big name. Interesting. Uh, on the cutting block. And basically anyone who we haven't seen make the jump, uh, from NXT UK seems to have been gone. And from tonight, I feel we had everyone really with Charlie Dempsey appearing, Mako Satamora. Obviously, Gallus, Tyler Bate. We've seen A-Kid and Jordan Devlin already uh, joined. Um, but yeah, it's it's the end of an era for NXT UK. Yeah, NXT UK is dead. And But definitely pushing. Uh, they made a lot of mentions tonight about NXT Europe, uh, which they're pl- planning to start next year. What do you... What do you envision that being? Do you think it's going to be a similar kind of show to NXT UK? Do you think... Um, or or something completely different. Yeah, I see it being a bit like that, where you have stars from just kind of the other side of the world. That's pretty much what they want to call it, but it sounds better with just saying Europe, I guess. But like they're gonna have people from basically the other side, kind of what they've been doing, and maybe plan it out a bit better. I think what they were doing by putting on some good wrestling, you know, if people talk, if you talk to certain wrestling fans, they like watching that show. They, I mean, both two last years match of the year has been from that show. from that show. So I mean that's that's kind of crazy. I mean from pe- it seems to be the uh the British that don't like it really. Yeah. But uh most yeah, most people I know who do check it out have yeah. have been enjoying it. Um it could benefit being more of like a Europe I mean it was NXT Europe 
anyway. Yeah, it was like you Australia, had, New Zealand. Like Walter was the champion for a long time. You yeah. had yeah, Aussies and Kiwis there. Yeah, it's Japanese. just all the other side of the world. It's, the old Atlantic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but maybe doing maybe a similar sort of show, but touring a bit more could be cool for it. You know, doing yeah. shows in Germany, you get really getting, you could get a hotter crowd that way because you're going to markets that are maybe a bit starved of wrestling and showing a WWE product. Uh, could be good if it's like, yeah, doing small venues, similar kind of venues they've been doing, yeah. but going all over Europe. Uh, Triple H wanted to take over the world. Remember that mm. that thing with the map with NXT this, Global NXT localization. that? Now he's doing it. With, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I, I saw some reports that people were saying that maybe some of these wrestlers that were released might sh- come back or something like that. Because Trent I, Seven is someone who would be a good vet to 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 have, I, I think. I mean, realistically, for, for them as well, what does it serve them being... A, apart from a guaranteed paycheck for a few months. Sure. Like if this is going to be, a this while. could be summer next year. They've yeah. just said 2023. Wouldn't you rather be just free and be able to work wherever you want? Yeah. Um, Cause I don't want to go through, there, there was quite a few names, but ones that stick out to me. Uh, I loved uh, Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews, the yep. team of them. Flash Morgan Webster. If you watch any of this stuff before WWE and then when he looked like after WWE, that guy did not waste this opportunity. He got jacked. He had some pretty sweet matches. Him and Mark Andrews are a sweet tag team. I would like to see them on the indies and do some crazy runs and have different matches and stuff. I think they are a team that would benefit from this, actually. Uh, Trent Seven, I think, you know, he could be all right. He could wrestle in some of those in other indie stuff obviously going on. I know Wei Tang is devastated that Dave Mastiff was I know. released. Dog this guy. Um, yeah, they're, they're like, oh, T-Bone, that can't be a real person. That's not a real wrestler. Tyson T-Bone, yeah. Oh, yeah. You there, see him all the time at PCW. There, there was a, a bunch that were released. And I think that it's also kind of a good thing for some of them, like you said, like they can go kind of spread their wings a little bit and, and, and maybe come back. Who and knows? reading sort of kind of tweets people put out and like from what I've heard from certain people yeah. who, who've left the company, it, it seems like maybe a blessing in disguise and they seem quite excited about it yeah um so yeah very interesting time and obviously leading to some unification matches at worlds collide which was confirmed on tonight's show yeah we will be getting this for this is the real forbidden door oh yeah the worlds collide where nxt uk will face nxt in in a bunch the of one unifi- thing i just think is ridiculous is you've had nxt uk what the the first tournament was what, five, six years ago now. The UK tournament. The UK tournament. Yeah. I think six years ago because I'd already moved here. Wow. Um, and and you haven't had a stadium show in the UK for 30 years. And then you shut the UK brand down. The same week. Two fucking <laughs> weeks yeah. before the show in Cardiff. Like you mentioned. Flash Mark Morgan Andrews, Webster. Flash Morgan Webster. How like they're. They're from there. Why would you not just be like, okay, we've got this in six months' time. Let's bring them to SmackDown. They don't have to beat the Usos, but why not just build them up a little bit, get them on TV a bit, and have Usos against uh, what's Welsh subculture, what what they were called, Morgan Webster and uh, Mark Andrews. Why wouldn't you do that? Tegan Knox, someone else. Who's from there? Who you can have challenge for a title in Cardiff. You've got a crowd. You saw them do that with like Buddy Murphy when you went to Australia. Yeah. We've got one Aussie guy. Maybe we should book him on the show. Yeah. Mansoor in Saudi Arabia. It's uh, Drew McIntyre Scottish though. They're fine. Yeah. They're like, uh, <laughs> where's Seamus from? Ireland. Uh, it's close, close enough. enough. 
That's good. That works. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really odd. The timing of it all is really weird. It's almost like a little like salt in the wound to these guys. Like, yeah, we're letting you making. We're all making sure you understand you're not on this big yeah show that's in your country or like neighborhood. Essentially, mm. it's, it is. It is quite weird. And you're not going to get staff tickets to it anymore. Ah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, Please we hand in your gun and badge. <laughs> we can't let you in. Yeah, sorry. We can't let you in. Yeah, uh, quite interesting. But NXT Europe, I mean, hey, maybe uh, some of these people will come back. Maybe we'll see some new faces. I mean, we got Italian superstars here. I'm looking. I'm waiting for my Portuguese uh, wrestlers. We need Killer Kelly. Come back. Yeah. Um, will we finally get the European title back? Wow. Like that would be the world title. Do. Yeah, that would be the world title. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like just bring NXT, back the old one. Don't, the NXT year. Just make it look like that. You yeah. could put the NXT thing on yeah. it, but the European Championship, 100%, make that the, the big title thing. I want to see more cross promotion as well across sure. all the brands. We definitely, since 2.0 has become a thing, you definitely notice more of uh, commentators on NXT talking about Raw and SmackDown and vice versa. Yeah. I want to see once this thing comes off the board, why not have a European championship match on a random Raw sometimes? Yeah. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, shall we get into this week's show? Yes, let's talk about it. WWE NXT from August 23rd, 2022 at the Capitol Wrestling Center in Orlando, Florida. We open with the champion, Bron Breaker, coming out. And he says, Orlando... Where the dog's at? And I turned to you right away and said, has he said that before? He should say this every week. It's probably already his new catchphrase. I'm going to use it whenever I go into any bar or go to work or whatever. I'll be like, Gabby's, where the dog's at? Uh, What what movie? Is it The Hangover where Zach Galifianakis walks in and goes, you guys ready to let the dogs out? (laughs) It's kind of like that. Where are my dogs at? I do hate that song. Who let the dogs out? Yeah, was it you who tried to explain to me what the true meaning of it is? Probably not. Oh. I don't think so. What? What is it? Uh, I don't know. This is, is it pretty... that Urban Dictionary stuff? Yeah, this okay. is pretty much me telling you to Urban Dictionary. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bron says that uh, him and JD uh, JD McDonough had a banger at Heatwave, and he proved to him that he's one of the best. And then Tyler Bate showed up. So let's not waste any time. Tyler Bate, come out so we can talk. Uh, so the UK champion, Tyler Bate, comes out congratulating Bron on his win and says that he's been in the ring with JD McDonough before and knows how good he is. And he says, NXT UK has had some of the best there is to offer and I am the first and last NXT UK champion. So with NXT Europe around the corner, I think it's a good idea to unify these titles. He pretty much should have just said, hey, we're going to have a match and I'm going to give you this title. It's like... (laughs) I either have to throw this away or we can unify it. <laughs> they won't release me until I lose this title. So, uh. Uh, Bron says that he's been watching him over the years. He, he loves his NXT UK. Name all his matches. Go. What's your favorite <laughs> song? Name the, all his matches. <laughs> and he says, I do see you as a threat to the championship. And when I think of NXT UK, I think of Tyler Bate. But this is NXT where some of the greatest superstars in the world are. And Bron agrees there should be one champion. So at Worlds Collide, champion versus champion, title versus title. And they shake hands and both raise their titles to each other. Classic title v. title yeah. pose. So we thought this was where we were going, but yeah. just confirms it right off the bat here. 
Yeah, I, I I used to love some of the stuff Tyler Bate was doing, and I think this is a match where it, it could it could really go hard. Both of them could be a good style. I mean, Braun is big, can throw Tyler, who's a lot smaller, around, but we've seen Tyler in a lot of these matches, Davey versus Goliath, yeah. essentially, and that's... Did you say Davey versus yeah, Goliath? Yeah, you versus Goliath. <laughs> uh, I feel like... I feel like it'll be really good. I, I don't like it makes things, it would be way more interesting if bait won mm. because then you could go and spiral him off with who knows what and, and whatever. But obviously it's Braun. Braun has, we've, we've joked about it recently in that last match last week where he, he's running out of things to break. So he needs to break NXT UK finally. And he's the one to, he's going to do it by taking this title. But it would be more interesting if bait were to become NXT champion. I think Bate really needs it, whether he wins or not. He needs a killer match because I think he's someone who's lost so much momentum. Who? Tyler Bate. Yeah. Um, think you had him as that first champion. He had that killer match with Pete Dunne yep. at Chicago, which was a lot of people's match of the year. Yeah, that match was great. Um, and then, Oh, he had a Walter one. Well, and then he ha- he was in NXT for a bit doing the the tag title stuff with yeah Trent he had a, he had a five star era feud yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Then we went back to UK and occasionally his name would pop up like the Walter match, but that's two years ago now. I, I feel he's someone two or three years ago. Yeah, I feel he's someone that kind of needs a bit of rehab to like reintroduce himself to this audience, and the best way he can do that is by having killer matches. Um, don't think. Like a match with Von really does that like tonight. Sure. But Bron's been having some good stuff. So uh, I, I hope they get some time and actually really go out and try and have a, a classic here. I think they will. I think they will. I, I, Tyler Bate kind of having a little bit of a resurgence. Again, sounds a bit more exciting than just going forward with Bron, but clearly he's the project. But at the same time, Bron could lose and then just put him up somewhere already if that's like the, the case. But... Yeah, uh, the match should be pretty good, but it, it is kind of interesting that they instantly are like, and let's get rid of NXT UK, and this is the best way we could do well, it. Well, because it, it's felt like, <laughs> we like can't when, just well, when it. Apollo Crews came in, yeah. you felt, oh, that, that's probably going to be the next takeover. Yeah. Is him I'm happy it's not. Ron. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, ah, oh, we can just do this NXT UK thing. It's definitely the, e- they thought this was the easiest way to get clean. Uh, sweep NXT UK under the rug. Let's just quickly do it. It makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah. why not? Why not do That's it? That's the best way, way you can do it. You've got another brand called NXT. Yeah. Just merge it. Yeah, exactly. Um, throughout the night, we get a, a lot of video packages kind of just reminding us who some of these UK talent are. So we start off with a video package for Gallus. Yes. Uh, in their like nice Sergio Tacchini tracksuit tops and plaid shirts. And, Dude, Wolfgang looks like shit. Oh, man. they all look like shit. What's he doing? Why? You're on. You're getting filmed for these things, and you're wearing like a ripped up plaid shirt that like you got like at Valley Village or something. It's yeah. like like it doesn't look like he's a wrestler. It just looks like he's some None guy on the street. None of them. I I think that might be the thing. They're going for more that kind of football hooligan kind of vibe. Oh, I, don't, I don't understand it. Uh, I, I just I they look awful. Like they do. Like when it comes to wrestling, they are actually not like that bad it's just funny to make fun of gallus their name is gallus the way they look though doesn't help do them do any it is favors. A, like at the end of the day we love watching great wrestling but there is an aesthetics thing to this yeah. business as well it is show business yeah. right and just like if you're going out on a date you you put on some nice clothes you know yeah. you're going out on tv like maybe 
Just Try weird. not to look like Wolfgang. Yeah, I feel like we're just being so mean to poor Wolfie here, but like, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. the other two look shit as well. They didn't it's not look just that him. great, yeah, and that's why I guess it's, that's why people hate on Gallus a lot. But like, it just they don't come across menacing. They just look like some guys who get too pissed down the street and they want to try to fight people while people are coming home. Yeah, uh, they say they never started a fight. They haven't finished. They love to scrap. And NXT, they get to, and now NXT gets to learn what we beat into the UK. Uh, Gallus always on top. So Gallus promising to shut down NXT proper as well. <laughs> yeah, because you know they, what they always say, when you're in Gallus, you're always on top. Always on top. <laughs> Apparently, that's, what they, that's their slogan. Wow, good, good stuff, Gallus. What does Gallus even mean? I'm going to Dictionary. Okay, before, you yeah, continue. Remind us. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll um, get it. You, 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 fi- you, you feel continue. like I had Gallus today after last night. <laughs> the sense of arrogance and style shown style? when... Style? <laughs> get out of here. Using a sentence, see him, he thinks he's pure Gallus. All right. Yeah. We go to our match, Gallus versus Briggs and Jensen. Uh, this is for the NXT UK tag titles, Briggs and Jensen being your champs here. Uh, right before the match, we see Fallon Henley getting in a bit of a scrap with Lash Legend. Oh. And uh, the boys kind of dragging her away to hold her back. Um, the match starts, we have Wolfgang backing Briggs into the corner. There's some quick tags between him and Mark Coffey, uh, allowing to double-team Briggs. Brooks comes in and they essentially do the same thing to him. Uh, at some point, we notice Brooks' mouth's been busted open. Yeah. Didn't quite see from what this was. Uh, Jensen eventually uh, manages to duck a clothesline to make a tag to Briggs, and they manage to knock Gallus down to the floor. Um, Briggs then takes control of the match. And this is where Lash Legend runs out to continue her fight with Fallon Henley, and Pretty Deadly come to join as well. There's a big brawl on the outside. The ref doesn't decide to call a DQ, but just counts out Briggs and Jensen. So Gallus win by DQ, but obviously do not win the titles. Yeah, that was kind of weird. The ref just decided, nah. It's I'm gonna distractions, we let it go, yeah. but like physicality, like no. Was this announced like a sh- as a street fight? No, no it's no. just so weird. So count out, uh, I didn't think this was very good. Yeah. Like my notes are so minimal on this because nothing really happened. It was just a lot of isolating Briggs and Jensen in the corner, yeah. some punches, and then the this weird finish. Uh, I thought this was pretty dull. Yeah, I didn't like this at all. I thought it was pretty brutal, actually. Everything, especially the finish. How many times in wrestling have we seen this when it's a DQ instantly? The ref's just like, ah, I'm going to count instead. I don't know why you can't make it back to the ring, but I'm going to look at you and count you out while two people are attacking you. I will say as well, even though... The, the quality isn't the same as it used to be. We do get the odd, like, big match here and there. And NXT still has been doing pretty well with, you know, opening with a pretty, yeah. like, hot, high-profile match and ending with one. And this just felt like nothing. Yeah, it's nothing says high-profile like Gallus and Briggs and Jets. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, didn't, I didn't like this. And, and then it leads to this all-out brawl afterwards where it's, like, all the different teams – so this makes me believe the match at the pay-per-view is like a four-way. Yes, sorry. Diamond Mine then run out yeah. to join in the attack. So it's pretty deadly. Briggs and Jensen, Gallus, and Diamond Mine. Diamond Mine. I would assume we get some sort of four-way unification, maybe a ladder match. So you think maybe the two teams in Diamond Mine? So like Damon and Roddy as oh, a team and, oh, no, and no. Creed's? Briggs and, and Briggs and Jensen. Oh, Pretty Deadly as well. I pretty Deadly. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So Briggs and Jensen, Creed's. You could do five deadly, teams, but that's a lot of... <laughs> Yeah, 
I don't know. That's probably one of the matches I would put on. It also switches it up from just being a single. Oh, I guess a tag team match, but yeah, rega- re- makes regardless, sense, yeah, guess, it makes yeah. sense with all four teams, and I'd have Diamond Mine win it. We go to Chase U, where Andre Chase introduces Charlie Dempsey, mm. uh, Regal Junior here. Yeah, young William Regal, and he says, "I've brought him in as kind of a special guest who is going to teach them some catches, catch can." Wrestling. You wouldn't know it's William Regal's kid. They don't mention that, by the no. way. We're just we, we're smart because we listen to Shot in the Dark. So uh, Charlie Dempsey asks for a volunteer, kind of gets him to offer his wrist, and then just starts stretching this guy. And Andre stops him and is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, Charlie, Charlie! It's we're just doing an exhibition here. It's just to kind of teach." And then he's like, "Well, let's bring in Bodie Haywood here. He's a bit more uh, one of our more advanced students." And Charlie Dempsey does the same thing here, just stretches this guy out. Andre pulls him off, and Bodie, we never see that mad. He's normally pretty happy, our Bodie. He's fired up, shoves him, says, what the hell was that? This was practice. And Charlie says uh, that, Chase you, the class is too soft, and if they want homework, they should look up Billy Robinson. Yeah. So, and when I looked in Urban Dictionary, Billy Robinson meet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, this guy looks like Pete Dunne. Yeah. Am I crazy? He no, looks, no, he looks, look, he yeah. looks exactly like him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I remember these segments when they were called, uh, Timothy Thatcher's School of Hard Knocks. Yeah. That was really great. Remember that? Uh, Fight Pit. Maybe we'll get one. I, I thought this was actually a bit more fun, though, having, like, the Chase U. Yeah. Who are all just, like, smiley, students. happy students. Um, yeah, all right. Introduce, introduction to Dempsey. Essentially establishing that same kind of Timothy Thatcher. Oh, so but I'm okay. So they fire all these people, but they don't fire Regal's kid because they know he'll go train with uh, another school. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if they let that happen, for sure. I I can't say I've ever watched any of his stuff, but I have heard pretty good things about Charlie Dempsey. And if he's one they are keeping hold of, which is only a handful, yeah, would be interested to see. I do like this style of wrestling. Um, so yeah, I, I'd be interested in seeing this guy. Uh, he like he already looks the part, and obviously. It, it it's it kind of sounds shitty to say, but if you say, "Hey, that's William Regal's son," that makes me go, "Okay, I actually really want to like see what you can do," kind of thing in a weird, twisted way. And you also know, with things being how they are now, you know Regal's got a job he's when his contract back. expires. Like you know he'll be back. So yeah. why wouldn't you want to do that? Exactly. At some point down the like, road. Yeah. We have a brand new talk show. That's right. What's with talk shows in wrestling? What's with talk shows in wrestling? It's the Grayson Waller effect. Great name. Uh, so Vic Joseph is just kind of on screen, kind of saying things that have happened and promoting. Duh, 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 duh. That's when, how he talks. <laughs> when, <laughs> You'll, if you, you, I don't know if we've talked about that, but he always duh, he always talks like that when he's telling the man. So you'll hear He'll it. be talking and someone will <laughs> hit a move. Um, Bless Vic Joseph. But Grayson Waller just tells him to shut up. He says, enough screen time for you. It's time for the... Grayson Waller effect, where I, I did find this kind of amusing. He's got his classic, like, set. TV set. But then he's set. got a picture-in-picture, picture, but the picture-in-picture picture is of him. So he's just on the screen <laughs> twice. Uh, looks like when I've set up the OBS wrong for the Twitch yeah, studio. Yeah, there's two of us. Yeah. Um, he says, this show is all about Grayson Waller. Go to my Instagram live and you can ask questions. And I, who knows, I might read one of them out tonight for my guest. And Apollo comes out, who's the guest. And first, Waller's had his chair set, like, way too low. So he's like, oh, you're a little short there, buddy. Let me raise that just 
mocking him off the bat. And Waller goes off about uh, people tr- trying to steal from his hype train and that Apollo's been one of them since coming back to NXT. And Apollo says, yo, look, I was born here in NXT and I found something missing in myself and I had to come back here to find it. And some people would love it, like this crowd, and other people like you would hate it. And then Waller goes, wait, I've got a great question here. Didn't you used to have an accent? Oh. And Apollo says, yes, I did, and even does the accent and says... Get this man a goes, shield. Yeah. I w- <laughs> it's like, I was a Nigerian warrior, and don't, let, don't get it twisted. Apollo Crews is still a Nigerian warrior, and I'm still proud of my heritage. I went on to WrestleMania 37 to become an IC champion, but I was too focused on my past and not as focused on the future. And Waller goes, yeah, talking about the future, what's up with that? You can somehow see the future and also transmit it to our TV screen so we can all see it. Uh, It's the smartest thing Grayson Waller's ever said. Yeah, and Apollo's like, well, it doesn't quite work like that. Because he's going, tell me, tell me what's going to happen next. No, it doesn't quite work like that. I'm a huge visual thinker, and there's no greater force than knowing yourself. So Waller goes, well, if you knew Diamond Mine were going to get attacked by Gallus last week, why didn't you do anything about it? And Apollo starts to get a little mad. He tells him to stop interrupting him, and he even gets out of his chair to confront Waller. And then Waller says, how does it know feeling that you're going to be ran out of NXT by Grayson Waller? Kind of, I think he even made a Gargano reference, didn't he? Yeah. And Apollo, uh, he comes back by saying, how does it feel to be a low-budget version of The Miz? Oh. And there's a low-budget Miz chant. Uh, and Waller asks how he goes to his family, saying he couldn't cut it on Mondays and Fridays, so had to go to work on a Tuesday. Apollo says, well, I became a champ on a Monday, I became a champ on a Friday, and I will become a champ on a Tuesday. Punches him in the face. And that kind of ends the segment. He says, that's the Apollo Crews effect. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, that's what we say about Grayson Waller. And then they gave him this talk show and is like solidifying that. But second of all, as someone in the chat is saying, isn't that what CM Punk called MJF (laughs) in their feud? Everyone everyone does that. Anyone who is a shitty heel who just runs their mouth. Yeah, bootleg. Yeah, yeah. It's what I've been saying about Waller, and that's the one thing that's like not the create. Like you mentioned, the one creative thing in this was like the the picture in picture. Yeah, it's like it's one laugh, but then the rest of it's just him being the same character. I, I definitely do not. The best thing about Grayson Waller is his shirts, mm. clearly. Uh, but I mean, setting up for this match, will this be a part of Worlds Collider, or is this just next week? I, I feel yeah. it. Although, what what would they do otherwise? I feel like Cruz would probably be on the show. Sure. Uh, unless they tie him in with the diamond mine thing, you could do Cruz Roddy. Have we seen that? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's this. Uh, I, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if we just see this on TV. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really care for this. Uh, the talk show things in wrestling has definitely played out. I, there's too many of them. Yeah. And it gets to of the same thing, like copy paste, literally like, yeah. way too many times. Like, Nothing. The, the the line about the Miz and the accent, like the accent line, is kind of already like it's. He's been back for a while. Yeah. We've already heard that bring brought up, mm. and no one will ever do it as good as Triple H to Kofi Kingston. Yeah. So like, why you know you're not, you're already a bootleg version of that. So it's mm. budget. Yeah. 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 I didn't mind. I think 
I think Waller is good at just being hateable. He's so hateable. Um, and I think for a lot, it's it's hateable to the point of being put off. But I do think he plays it well. But I just don't really ever enjoy these segments. Yeah. Uh, just so uh, rinse and repeat. <laughs> yeah, we were we were watching this earlier because uh, we were watching and eating dinner. And we were talking like, this guy is so down the card that like, he he mentions Johnny Gargano because Johnny Gargano came back, but Johnny's like, "Yeah, you're not good enough for me to like." <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> I don't even. That, I don't need that revenge. <laughs> yeah, I don't even care to yeah. come back to 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 fight in my honor because yeah. it, it's just you. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be you'll be gone in a while. It's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. it almost would make sense to bring him up with the Miz. Like, sorry, that do it. Yeah, Just strike it. Go for it. Let him see what he can run his mouth. He'll probably learn a lot. Being with the Miz, mm. he'll come in and take out Champa's spot, and that's how you set up Champa. Well, Miz and... has been kidnapped, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean Waller's lucky. Uh, Dexter has more taste because he would have <laughs> came in and kidnapped him too uh, in this this resort. But yeah, that's what I want to see. Waller goes up to be budget Miz. That's like what he goes for, and then they feud with DIY. Yeah, there you go. We see a pretty deadly confront Gallus backstage. They basically tell them they look like shit and they don't look as good oh, as... Oh, is that what they said? I could not understand. No, pretty deadly. <laughs> We're telling Gallus that they, they look not as good as them. No, pretty deadly make me like... Like, yes, boy. Yes, boy, indeed. Because these guys... We're, played it like, oh, we see you're stealing our gimmick now. You're coming dressed like yeah. to impress. <laughs> <laughs> this had me dying because I'm like, yeah, they look like that. <laughs> Gallus say they come, they're here to take the titles home, and pretty deadly say, well, remember it was us who took the titles from you, and they they brawl. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just dying. They're like, oh, at least you're trying to look good. Yeah. It's like they're not. <laughs> We get a little video package promoting Tyler Bate, showing his uh, kind of initial NXT UK tournament win and some of his big matches over the years in NXT and NXT UK. And he had some great matches, obviously, oh, yeah. yeah. And then we go to Von Wagner, who's with Mr. Stone. Uh, Von says, Tyler Bate is known as a big, strong boy. Big, strong boy. Well, I'm a big, strong man. <sighs> and after I crush him... He won't even be able to make it to Worlds Collide. Yeah. He didn't say this is Vaughn's. He, he had a great opportunity for Wagner's World Collides. Oh, yeah. Right? True. But instead he went, guess what, Mackenzie? He just is either he's fed the just the worst generic things or he just says the worst generic things. It's the squinting. Isn't it? <sighs> Fucking love this guy. Yeah. I don't take any Vaughn. Only I, like I love this guy so much that I'm allowed to, to make fun of him because I love him so much. And he is, he the is best. an incredible wrestler. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. We go to Javier Bernal. Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. Uh, Gal Garcia Bernal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, taking on Cameron Grimes, shows some footage from earlier today where Bernal is uh, saying he has his debut tonight. I'm pretty sure we've seen him in this like is, squashes before. This it's is his re-debut. Yeah, but this is the guy who's kind of just been chirping Grimes backstage yes. casually. Uh, and he's talking to Hank, the security guard. Yes, we, we love we some love Hank. We love a bit of Hank. Um, and is just being pretty obnoxious, walks off, and as, uh, as he leaves, Hank calls him a prick. Seems to be his his catchphrase now. <laughs> He's such a prick. Uh, yeah, ha- sorry, Javier 
Bardem? Javier Bernal? Javier Bernal. Bernal, right, okay. Yeah, so he's going to now face Grimes in this big epic grudge match. Yes. So, all right. Cool. Epic grudge yeah. match. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, the schism are on the, on the perch <laughs> watching. So Joe Gacy with Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed. Those don't sound like real names. Every time I, they I'm say dry, them. Like I really, because I've <laughs> been watching these guys for so long. Yeah. But I need to get out of the habit of just putting Gibson and Drake. Yeah. So I, today I had to look up, okay, who's... Who's, who's Rip Fowler? Who's Jigawatt Fowler? And who's, <laughs> who's no Mick idea. Jagger? I don't know. They all look like they're standing around waiting for, waiting for you to wave them down to get the check. Yeah. Like, that's what it looks like. At some weird restaurant. <laughs> yeah, there. I don't know, man. They all dress like that, though. Yeah. Like, the button-ups and just standing there like, yes, hello. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gacy gets on the mic and wishes Grimes good luck. Uh, early on in the match, Bernal kind of backs in the corner, pretending his face is hurt to get in a cheap shot on Grimes. Uh, Grimes comes back with a big kick to the chest. There's a bulldog from Bernal for a, a near fall. And then there's a really weird moment where I, I think they just, maybe their timing was off or something. It looks like Grimes just goes for a standard back body drop. But Bernal, I think, thought was going for maybe a flapjack or something different and just lands on his head. Yeah, it's very similar to when... Uh, Chris Benoit did it to Sabu in ECW. It was the same thing. Right. He, he thinks he's going for a thing, but instead he throws him in the air. He, obviously, uh, J- Javier, Javier, uh, lands okay. He, he like, he landed on his yeah. hands and stuff. He was but fine, it's the same but thing. it just he looked up. I think they just upside down. thought they were doing a different move yeah. here or something. It was but weird. it looked exactly like that. Like he's go almost just like, almost like he's going f- for that, like a dive yeah. into the mat. It's going to be scary, but it looked like he was okay. Uh, Grimes and hits the cave-in and picks up the win while staring at Joe Gacy on the perch. Yeah, big cave-in. I like that. Yeah, I kind of... Like, this didn't do a whole lot. Obviously, it was just to get a big win back for Grimes, who maybe they're playing with the fact that he's thinking about joining the family and already he's getting wins. But I felt Grimes someone I really like. He was very much going through the motions in this match, I thought. Yeah, I mean... Like moving a bit slower. Let's... It's like, okay, I then do this bit. I do my... PK, I do my... I think, yeah, we saw Braun Breaker has been like on a great streak. And then when they did the Gacy stuff, it was the most stupidest shit we've seen so far in 2.0. It's laughable garbage. And then Grimes, who's been handed so many different feuds here and there, is now instantly dragged down because of this feud. It doesn't help anyone be excited to see mm. Cameron Grimes because we just don't care about Gacy and these two weirdos. But the the writing on the wall is... If this is the thing that's going for Grimes, let's go. Put him on SmackDown, like, next week. You know what I mean? Like, let's move this guy up right away. Job out to Gacy next week. Don't join the thing and then show up on SmackDown. I'm sure he'd, he'd find a great place in a, in a mid-card section right away, maybe, possibly. This guy as well just doesn't, like, he's got so much personality. You don't want to see him be depressed. Depressed and Especially sad. Especially, it's saying, okay, the indie thing had a bit of a payoff today. Yeah. But it's same with her. Like, I don't want to see a depressed baby face. Yeah. It does nothing yeah. for you. Seeing, like, a comedy heel going through a depression thing can be quite quite funny. It's, but, like, it's Grimes. You're just it's, him and Indy right now. You're just moaning. It's almost like, like the hangman thing worked, like, in AEW, because he was always, like, you know, sad and everything. But that's such a but long... so much more depth. Yeah, exactly. You well. can't, yeah, you can't just flip that on and try to make it work, like... Yeah, I, I know what you mean. But I think Grimes, the, the fresh coat of paint, could instantly be yeah. great matches with people on 
the we, main yeah, roster. Yeah, he, he's a guy as whenever they want, you can flick that switch and do whatever you want. With you him. could put. We've a, seen him yeah. be so versatile in so many different feuds that really shouldn't have worked, and they did. Yeah, uh, but I really don't see this one doing anything for like him. Cameron Grimes, Seth Rollins, Cameron Grimes, Kofi Kingston. Uh, I know that's a dream match of his. Cameron Grimes versus a few different people. Obviously, he, he kind of in like not the the biggest of wrestlers, but. That doesn't matter these days, mm. and I feel I feel like there's a few things I honestly would do him as a as a heel, start it all over again, like kind of how we saw in NXT, like get the money again, do wear the hat, do the whole motions, and then instantly, yeah, I think he could I think he could have a spot if if done correctly, but this isn't it for me. I don't like the Gacy stuff and these two creeps. Uh- get ready, Ohio FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash a second chance it was. Hard to recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. We now have a video package for Blair Davenport, who we saw arrive last week. She says she's gothic charisma with cold hearted fury, born in England, raised in New Zealand, and she will do whatever it takes to win. Um, all these video packages just kind of showing clips of like where they're from and a bit stylized and stuff just yeah. with a voiceover. Uh, I didn't mind this this week, though, to like get you, if you've never seen NXT UK before, having like little character packages for each person. Yeah, I think it's right to let people know who people are. I do find it funny that I wear dark lipstick and dark colored gear, so therefore I am gothic charisma. Yeah. It, I want to know, uh, like, do real goths say they're real goths? I don't know. I feel like that's a thing. If you're If you're actually goth, you don't you don't tell people you're goth. Mm. So I'm a little like you're a little playing poser here, but that's just me nitpicking. I think I think so far what we see later, there could be some room for her in in wherever they go with NXT Europe or NXT 2.0. Mm. But an okay introduction. Gothic charisma. I'm gonna start saying that. Gothic charisma. What do you what do you do? How do you bring that into conversation? Like she just said, I am gothic charisma. What? Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a bit about yourself. I have gothic charisma. Oh, okay. okay. Gothic charisma. Cool. What's with, your favorite what was it? Gothic song? charisma with, uh, what did she say? With cold-hearted fury. <laughs> yeah, I want. I want. Does she wear? She's gonna start wearing like goth bands, but she doesn't. She doesn't know what they are. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. She's always a woman black. Maybe she is gothy. I don't. She could be the most goth person ever. Although they they have a witch over in NXT UK too. So I mean, the Not goth. Anymore. Is she still there? Is she? I don't know. Isla Dawn. Sure, she'll show up. We then get a video package for Alba Fire, who still doesn't seem done with Lash Legend. Lash definitely seemed done with her today because yeah. she's feuding with Fallon Henley. other people. Whereas Alba's still going on about Lash Legend, how she disrespected her heritage. And she talks about these fire burners, these women in Scotland who used to protect Scotland by burning fire. I don't, this is some unintentional funny shit, but we just said that Lash Legend clearly has moved on because she yeah. was attacking someone else earlier in the segment. And here fire is like, I never forget about my heritage and the fire burning and the fire dancers and the things of Scotland just like I never, for, I won't forget about you, Lash Legend. It's like, uh, that she forgot about you. She's, she's moved so, on. Yeah, like, honey, come yeah. on. <laughs> uh, she says, no one will extinguish my flame. I'm a warrior and will do whatever it takes to win. From the women who protected Scotland with fire all the way to NXT. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Helms locks of Scotland, oh. she says. Yeah. So one's goth, one's fire. We're going to collect all the... <laughs> I hate this fire <laughs> shit. Like, as as unfortunate it is, it's like no one has used, like, a fiery gimmick in a little while. Like, okay, cool. But then you're not lighting people on fire? L. She just likes fire. Yeah. It's not enough. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I, I mean, I, I felt this this should have been the debut of her new character. Talking like here, about... yeah. She, like, because she's gone through... You could tie it, you could even tie it in with the name change and stuff. Like I wasn't where I thought I wanted to be, so I went back to my roots. Like my roots and my ancestors who used to protect Scotland with fire and I want to adopt that and bring that in to try and sure. become a warrior or whatever. But it's like we've seen you playing around with your fire baseball bat for three months now. It's like, oh now you're telling me. Three months and no one's been lit on fire. Yeah. So And your feud's over. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't even care about you. Yeah. Yikes. We go to Indy Hartwell taking on Blair Davenport uh, in Blair Davenport's NXT debut. Uh, Davenport de- dropkicks Indy to the outside, and as Indy's trying to get back in, she hits her with a swinging neckbreaker in the ropes, then hits another swinging neckbreaker in the ring and applies the Cobra Clutch, or the, uh, the money clip here, uh, transitions it into a sleeper, getting on the back of Indy, who breaks it by... Falling backwards to break the hold. Uh, Indy then has a bit of momentum hitting a spine buster and then an inside cradle for a two count. And then uh, Davenport comes back hitting uh, like a, almost like a brain buster. But Swinging look, neck breaker. It was something like that. It was like kind of more of a brain buster, like lifting her up, but looked a little awkward. I don't know if um, I haven't seen a whole lot of her. I don't know if this is her finish or not. Right. But I can't say it looked that great. Um, but Davenport wins the match, and after the match, she finishes off um, Indy by hitting a Kamagoye. Yeah. Which would have been a better finish, I think. Yeah, uh, I think I've seen her do that before when I have seen some NXT UK, but um, she, she's doing Okada's moves, she's yeah. doing Obushi's moves, waiting for the hidden blade to, to pop mm. up. But yeah, um, not the not the best first impression, but I will say, like, still... I, I still think there'll there'll be some room. I mean, in the next few sec, in the next little bit, we'll understand she'll be featured 
in a big match, but not the best kind of first big impression. She's been an interesting one because I've seen some of her work. I haven't seen loads of her work. Yeah. I can't say I really checked out uh, any of her NXT UK stuff. Obviously, she was in AEW quite briefly. briefly. We saw some stuff there. I checked out the the like stuff she did empty arena with Osprey and she's someone who I've seen be very good mm-hmm. and other times been a little clunky. And I think Indies had a real bad run recently of, of not so great matches. And yeah. I kind of add this to the list. I just didn't think they really connect. There was a spot. Well. Yeah. The spot in the middle of the match where the, she's like hitting like a hangman neck breaker out when Indies like suspended in the ropes, but they just both like fall and well, it looked kind of weird. There were a few things like that. I, I Again, but didn't think it did a whole lot for me. It didn't, but it kind of was an afterthought afterwards because both women go into like a different direction, which they I have think their works way, works way better for them. Yeah, I don't think either of these two are bad talents at all. I just, no, this was a kind of I, I do, yeah. Indie to me has kind of been yeah. having her storyline, yeah, but like it's actually been reflecting in her work. Yeah, um, I know what you mean, which is a shame because we've seen good stuff from her. Yeah, so. Davenport gets on the mic and she says, the most menacing mistress of NXT UK has arrived and I have just wasted one of the best that this division has to offer. I was number one contender in the UK, so I guess that means I'm the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship. That will do just fine. Blair Davenport is the rightful heir to the Women's Championship. And of course, she's interrupted by Mandy Rose, the NXT Women's Champion, who says, we haven't met, but I am Mandy Rose, and you're standing in my ring. Uh, You entered into my world, and in my world, everyone follows my lead. I'm the most dominant woman in NXT, um, and I'm going to show you what I've shown everyone else, and that's to put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. I kind of felt this was like a bit of a, almost, or at least to this crowd, Mandy was a babyface here tonight. Um, a little bit, yeah. Until... Definitely a bigger like reaction, like cheering for her and kind of actually getting into the put respect on my name. I think that's more just because Davenport's positioned pure heel. Yeah. But I could see Mandy being a bit of a tweener in this feud. When Mako Satomura comes out. Yeah, the last line Mandy says is, I am, I've been the most dominant like women's, women's champion. champion. And that's when it cues in. Miko! Showing up, and I definitely was like, okay, all right. The dream match of Mandy Miko, we're one step closer. I think Vic Joseph did a really good <laughs> job here of putting over who Satamora is, if you don't know her. Yeah. She says, if we're talking about respect, we're talking about the most respected woman in this industry. She is the final boss, the living legend. Uh, yeah, I, I like that stuff, being like, hey, if you don't know who this is, this is like everyone around the world knows who this woman is. Yeah, uh, this woman. definitely got a lot of uh, respect when she like joined NXT in the past little while, b- b- winning this title over there and everything like that. And that that we definitely were chatting about her quite a bit from when she entered in that tournament, yep. the May Young Classic, I think it was, yep. right? And like, yeah, that led us to go down a wormhole of a bunch of stuff. They mentioned this is her first time on North American TV in, in like five years, like I five think. years or something like that. So I can't even imagine what it was. Uh, before that but she's wrestled on nitro she's wrestled all over the place so uh this this is we've talked about it because we we always love talking about dream matches and stuff like that but 
Miko versus pretty much anyone from the past like five years in NXT women's division sounds so good, except Mandy Rose. <laughs> well, these two, yeah, it's like yeah, they, well they they had a match in UK, didn't they? Yeah, but yeah, it's it's weird. I I always find this weird in wrestling when you look at the deck of cards yeah. you have and some of the hands you play. Um, but I mean, she might be here to stay, so we can get to those it's just we got to do something with these well, titles i'll raise you okay so so then it it miko turns to them and says so yeah miko says mandy you're wrong you are not the most dominant women's champion that would be me and mandy actually and this is where i was kind of getting slight more face vibe she does put respect on her she's like yeah i've seen what you've done you're i do respect you miko says it should be champion versus champion and then blair davenport is like well what about me i'm number one contender the crowd start chanting, shut the hell up. And Mako's just said, hey, look, we it's wrestling. There's three of us. We'll have a triple threat match. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so confirmed triple threat match between Sadamora, Mandy Rose, and Blair Davenport at Worlds Collide. Look, we can't give NXT 2.0 all the wins. So I think we've answered the question, who should be the one to end the over 300 days reign of Mandy Rose? And it's Miko. It should be. Or it's Davenport and you move both of them up. Miko to the main roster yeah. as well? I feel like Miko could... could do with some men? Could not, not do, I mean, she no, could wrestle, like, wrestle circles around anyone. But I mean, like, bringing this up. It's been... In, look, the Mandy thing just hasn't worked. I think, for me personally, the women's division took a real big hit in the past little while. Not just the whole show did in the past year, but the women's division, because Mandy's been champ for almost a year, it's been the same rinse repeat of matches. Nothing has ever, no one's been like, wow, did you see that Mandy Rose the match last week? No, because that's just not something that happens. Uh, Miko could bring that back in and there could be some potential stuff to kind of revamp it there. Just we've joked about like, who would take it? Like Roxanne and she's busy with Cora. It's not going to be Cora because she's busy with Roxy. So who else could be the one to finally do this? Why not just do this? And then from there, you have a a heel beat Miko and Cora Jade. Cora, yeah, it should go Mako, Cora, Roxy. There you go. She doesn't need to hold it long, but just a way of getting it off Mandy. I think, I feel, um, I feel it's the time to move Mandy back up to the main roster with toxic attraction. It's a shame. Gigi's had yeah. this injury. Yeah. Um, which, uh, which kind of sucks timing wise. Cause they did give them the win in the women's tournament on SmackDown on Friday. Um, but I do think you can always put Mandy back with Sonya at some point. If you, if you want to kind of bolster your tag division on the main roster, uh, I think she's better in that kind of role, uh, than as a solos. But yeah, I, I, I could see going Davenport, taking it off both of them okay um perhaps uh hey the twitch chat's going off saying no get get Miko on the main roster right yeah now. That, that's why i'm thinking it's you could you know move mandy to smackdown mako to raw or sure. something like that and yeah. have davenport just run the division for a little bit maybe yeah um yeah all right so that's confirmed triple threat match for worlds collide for both titles unification we get a little Tiffany Stratton video who says, after I beat Wendy Chu, whoever walks out women's champion will have to face me. And after I beat her, she won't be able to show her face here, which is a win for everyone. Then the division and the title will be all about me. Tiffany Stratton sporting a new look here. 
Yeah. Some boxer, some big braids, mm. some blonde and pink, long She's like, ready to fight. Braids. She wasn't being daddy's little rich girl. This is million today. dollar She's baby. Like, right, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm fighting tonight. Yeah, what do you think of these braids? I thought it was a cool look. I thought she looked great. Yeah. I thought it was a good look for she her. She always looks like money. I'll give her that. Here we going off about Wolfgang looking like shit. Like, Tiffany always, I mean, it's her gimmick, but. But I, I like that. I Maybe don't do this look all the time and yeah. do her like classic look. But if you're doing a you know street fight tonight, yeah, this is her her demon. She goes to you know like <laughs> the streets champion yeah, Tiffany Stratton. Exactly. Uh, no, I think I think this girl is going to be a star. Yeah, like she's great on the mic. Uh, fantastic look. She should beat Miko. And she's been she's been good. Like she's been pretty solid in the ring. Yeah, especially for someone as new to it as she is. We see Tony D'Angelo with Stax and Legado del Fantasma. And Tony's kind of dressing down Legado here. Says, you tried to get cute last week. Distractions, brass knuckles. If you had a kitchen sink, you'd have thrown it at me. But that is why I'm the Don and Santos is unemployed. But the past is the past and the future starts tonight with a win from Joaquin and Cruz. So it felt like Tony D was kind of wiping the slate clean a bit with these. It's like, I, I know what you did, but... Yeah, uh, you're, you're going to get a big win tonight, boys. Um, we go to J.D. McDonough, who is being weird. Uh, <laughs> That's the best way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, He says, at Heatwave, he sacrificed himself to a charging bull, and I enjoyed it more than you. Um, and he's talking about enjoying the pain, and he'll be coming back. And it's revealed he's uh, he's being 50 Cent here. He's just... Hanging upside, upside down. down. He's Camera Batman. turns around and we go, oh, yeah, he's gone from Christian Bale in American Psycho to, to Christian Bale in Batman. Batman, yeah. Uh, he says, good luck at Worlds Collide and I'll see you on the other side. So JD kind of saying, I'm not quite done with Bron. Yeah, I did like, I knew he's upside down. His his head, it looked like his head was going to pop off. I was like, whoa, what's going on? I've, I'm getting, uh, you know how... Gacy was woke for a bit, and yeah. then they're like, "Now nah, you're just magic. You're magic." And, and now he's woke again. I feel like that's kind of what it was here. Like JD had this more like methodical, like I'm going to dissect you, and I know how to make you hurt. To now, I'm just a creep who likes pain. <laughs> I like it. Let's go with you it. You like pain as well? No, no, no. Oh, you, okay. I mean, sometimes you know, mm. like you know, we go to okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were no-selling me. I was like, you didn't like that one. And then it took you a second. <laughs> it's okay. We'll edit it in post. <laughs> we go to Wesley with Caden and Katana. Uh, Wesley says, wow, that guy is weird. You can tell it's a new era because they're watching TV like face on. They're, actually they're still standing. TV. No one sits and watches TV and wrestling. Um, Wesley says, whoa, that guy is weird. But let's talk about the gold because, ladies, you have gold now. When you're champs, you need your head on a swivel. And Caden and Katana say that they're open to all comers and kind of mention that they weren't invited to the main roster for the, uh, for the women's tournament. And she's like, it must have just been because we'd have won it anyway uh, if we were on there. But kind of putting out the challenge that they uh, maybe would welcome talent from other brands is what I got from her. Right. But more likely two from NXT UK. <clears throat> who are two women we haven't seen yet. You mentioned Isla Dawn earlier. I don't know. Does she have a tag partner? Don't care. The whole division is not a division. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like how Wes is not sad anymore. 
He's got his braids. He's just annoying. And yeah, and he's joined, he's turned it up like them. He's been hanging out with these two too much. Yeah. Uh, I like that they've gone back to being babyface, but they've now gone back to annoying yeah. babyface. So I hate and them we, instantly. We, we saw like Wes and Nash Carter yeah, they're going for like that. this sometimes when they just be it yeah. annoying. Yeah. I think it's just when you watch and go, humans don't talk like this. Yes, and exactly. That's where, that's where it's annoying. It's yeah. fine being happy. It's fine being cool. But like, like, oh, they're rubbing the hands. Oh, I'm so excited for a match. And oh, you've got to keep your head on swivel, ladies. It's like, shut up. <laughs> I'm gothic charisma. <laughs> you don't say that in every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, we realize that Indy Hartwell's still there. Yeah. At the ring. Um, yeah, this, this Kamagoye was deadly. So she was laying, chilling for a while during all that segment, the yeah. break and all this. And then it cuts to her sitting like on the apron, just all sad. And she says, this is what rock bottom feels like. It sucks. No disrespect to Blair Davenport. She's incredible and will unify the titles and take them to NXT Europe. But the problem is me. Four months ago, I said, I'm tired of the losses and setbacks. And I was going to reach for the stars but here I stand, well, here I sit, because she sat on the apron, four months later in the same position I was at, at Stand and Deliver. Nothing makes sense. And then we hear the crowd kind of pick up a Whoa. bit. We realize that the other side of the ring, Dexter has just risen. And he, he does his crawl into the ring. Indy crawls in. They both stare at each other. They embrace. And I, they kiss. Yeah. Everyone's crying. Beth Phoenix doesn't care about her husband anymore and is just at home sobbing. This needed Beth. This yeah, would have been... It did need Beth. Over-the-top moment. She should have just came out of the car. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> they leave Indy in her arms. She... Indy in his arms, yeah. In, Indy in his arms. They have another kiss. And then we cut to them backstage and he gives her... A, like a, a, painting, a painting, a drawing that he does. And... You notice there's flashing blue lights outside. Again, this is like a movie. You can hear the, the song playing. It'd be another slow love song ballad as he just like, it's my time. And then like opens the doors and we realize all the cops are there because he just revealed himself on TV. Yeah. Therefore, they've shown up. They know where to get him. And he kind of goes out. The doors open, puts his arms up. He's arrested, taken away for the kidnap of the Miz. And this is the most like crossover they've ever done yeah. for NXT and main roster. The continuity here is fantastic. And this proves Triple H made the right call bringing this guy back. Because yeah. this was beautiful. This was fantastic. Easily one of the best 2.0 segments so far. Indy, I, I, we didn't really get a glimpse of what the, the picture was on one side. Uh, it said, uh, like, I love you. No, no. Oh. So on one side it had a, like, a painting. Okay. But on the other side it said, goodbye Indy, in brackets, but now I love you forever. Wow. This was great. Like this yeah. sucked when he got released because we had this story going on for ever a, a year. And then it just ended suddenly. At least they did somewhat address it with Indy being like, Hey, I lost my best friend and my husband, but for them to bring it back, like I thought this was great. Yeah. Honestly, it was super funny that that's how he like, Come, he come, he just shows up. Finally, we were saying like Indy's been in this weird slot. Instantly, she was wearing red gear. Yeah, raw colored gears. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, she could come up, show up. Well, there is, there is. <laughs> they addressed last night on Raw 
uh, Theory and Gargano, yeah. which is stuff that we don't always see them acknowledging what happened previously in their career. Uh, Dexter taking out Miz, who is Champa's partner, I found quite interesting. Exactly. It could all be tied together. I think so, yeah. Somehow. I think so. I think this is a way to get Indy onto the main roster. Bring the, do the index love stuff on the main roster. You know how popular that would get? Like, like I, I think it would work. I really, I really like this segment and I loved it. And that was before he did the whole, here's this card. I love you and yeah. getting arrested. That made, it made it like a movie. Like, this is like, Natural born killers or something like I want to see the the love like them on the run like prison break or something. But also, <laughs> th- this can be a way to kind of like give Indy her spark back because yeah. she knows her man. She knows he was well. There the whole I gotta time. I gotta wrestle. I gotta win matches so I can get my boo out of jail. <laughs> so I did see a tweet uh, of the picture of. Do you remember the segment when? Uh, like Candice and Indy were spying. Yeah. And they've got their Johnny binoculars. and Candice. Yeah, Johnny yeah. and Candice were spying. It's like, that's how we bring in Candice. They're going to try and break Dexter out. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> See, like, that's so ridiculous that it works kind of thing. But I would like, I would like Indy and I would like Index back on main roster as a main thing. I think it could work. I think it could get audiences watching that. Like, non wrestling fans would kind of get into it because it's weird. Johnny can flex that sweet new. Main roster contract and post bail. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to like see where they can go with. That. I want a Mickey and Mallory story with Index, but uh, really love this thing. This was a great love moment, and we did a we did a show a few years ago for Valentine's Day called Top Five Moments of Love and oh, Wrestling, yeah. and we went through like all like anything involving couples and and love in WWE. And I mean, this was this this has to be added. This story isn't over yet. This is just becoming. I'm I'm excited to see. This will make me watch Raw every week. <laughs> Knocked out films in the Twitch questioned, how did he get across the border? I mean, yeah, he clearly used his shoot name. The Usos couldn't make it across. Yeah, he... <laughs> Neither could Nikita or Raquel. Yeah. So, I mean, how did he get back into the States? Yeah. Interesting. Maybe maybe someone helped him out. A Canadian? Drake? He's helped with getting people across the border. Maybe that was it. What? <laughs> yeah, if pe- people uh, who have issues, like celebrities who have issues getting into Canada, mm-hmm. they hit up Drake and he gets them in. So maybe Dexter... Well, sounds get- problematic. <laughs> He's got a way in. I don't know. We go to Cora Jade, who says, if Roxanne is so amazing, what does that make the woman who beat her at Heatwave? And everyone I see going online about, oh, it should have been a DQ. Well, if Roxanne had DDT'd me on this stick, everyone would have been okay with it. So all those guys on the internet complaining about it being a DQ. How about you, you go on a date with a girl and no, inflatable dolls don't count. Ooh. Burn. Mm. Man. It's 2022, though. I mean, they got like robots and shit now. So. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, Cora just being mean here. Yeah. Shitting on us nerdy wrestling fans. Yeah, I would say that it's either, it's, it's a toss up between her and Tiffany to be like the kind of next big baddie of the women's division in the next few months, assuming Mandy's Cora, out. Cora, I think Cora will hold the title yeah. before Tiffany. Yeah. Uh, I think Tiffany is better in this role i don't think core is bad i do still it's it feels a lot of i'm playing being mean right now and it's such a switch from her old character yeah whereas tiffany just kind of owns it um but core is doing okay you know? yeah we go to the dyad so rip fowler and jagger reed <laughs> taking on legado del fantasma as part no, of the no they it, don't call them it them did the oh. graphic said legado del fantasma oh, weird. for these two 
because uh, they're trying to play it off like you're you're not that anymore. Tony's like you're not those guys. You're just cruising wild now. Yeah, I did know it was on the yeah. on the graphic that okay. came up. Uh, but yeah, part of the Tony yeah. D'Angelo family. Uh, Cameron Grimes is this time watching on the perch. So he's watching the he's the dyads, watching the dyad lads, dyad lads, dyad. Uh, Rip Fowler hits a tope suicida to Joaquin. There's then this like assisted slingshot crossbody from the dyad on the floor. And then they all embrace Gacy, kind of best friends-esque here. Yeah, hugging him. Jagger Reed then tags in and just, this was weird. Uh, Jagger Reed, so James Drake gets tagged in. And it looked like he was diving for a tag because like Joaquin wasn't really in the ring and he just jumps face first to the mat. I, I, feel like we might see this on a botchamania it just looked weird um maybe it's part of his gimmick yeah yeah joaquin now taking out both guys there's uh he looked great here hitting a satellite ddt to fowler yeah wild and crews always look good and they definitely stepped up so and doing smooth. some of the, the crazy stuff and then they they finally gain control and then they like taunt a little bit and that's when tony's like what are you doing what are you doing why are you showboating stop it just friggin wrestle clearly big fan of that drew mcintyre promo from yeah. a few weeks ago just friggin wrestle just friggin wrestle uh, there's a beautiful looking like double running suplex to Jagger Reed from Legado. And then, but there's a blind tag from the Dyad allowing them to take control and hit the ticket to mayhem, which we don't have a new name for it yet, uh, on Joaquin to pick up the win. Yeah. What would you rename their, their move? If, if they're not the ticket to ride tickets, if they're not British anymore, essentially, I mean, they're, you know, but like under the schism tree. <laughs> It ain't like something about being woke or I don't know. Ticket to, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I didn't really get too into the match, but at broken record, if you listen to us, Legato are awesome. They always look so good. When they get their hot tag and they get a show of what they can do, they're, they're great. And we're yelling at the TV like, these guys should have been kicked out with Santos so he could yeah. he could have taken them away. Well, I mean, we might see that. Uh, but yeah. Well, D'Angelo is mad at them. He says, you're not going to make money without me. So none of all that flippy stuff. Stop doing all the flippy shit, guys. And then when they're like shaking their head at him and they're walking off, he's like, what are you crying about? There's no crying in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see Javier Bernal backstage. Oh, boy. And people are like walking past him going, oh, bad luck. Unlucky. And there's some some girl sat there. She's great. Um, who says, uh, like, ah, you, you almost did it there. And he goes, almost. Kind of just dresses her down. Is really mean to her. Kind of calls her a nobody. And security Hank. Oh, yeah. Tells him to never talk to a woman like that. And tells him to hit the showers. This reminded me of uh, the other week when we were at Handlebar. And that guy told me to smile. You should smile more. And I went, don't you ever fucking dare tell me to smile again. Who then, are you? And then he's like, I'm so sorry. And tried to shake your hand. And you're like, don't fucking no, touch. No, hit the showers. And he left. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, guys, never tell a girl to smile. Yeah, don't or, do or me. Yeah, um, I love Hank. Hank was already over. And now he's defending a woman in, in honor. This, this is a gimmick I think is kind of great. Yeah. Have a security guy who just... He watches, witnesses all watch these him, assholes. You have... Like, because he's been in quite a few scenes now. It's yeah. just been like, a, oh, thanks, Hank, or whatever. Yeah. Now you've got the crowd here. We're chanting, Hank, Hank, Hank. And then you build. I know he's been on level up or yeah. whatever. But you build from him as security getting into a, a ruckus with Bernal or whoever. And you have your debut match. I, I actually quite like it. I think it's quite smart. Yeah, and he calls him a prick again. Let's get Hank over. I mean, he's great. He, he kind of looks like Seth Ro- Rogen. 
Yeah. Like a bit bigger, I guess, but a little bit. But I, I love Hank, man. Hank, Hank for future champ. John Cena was suggesting uh, Hank and Sanger teaming up. Wow. Being like the, two big, the nice, nice. Two big, nice guys. Two big, nice guys. Hanger. <laughs> Hanger. Yeah. <laughs> the tag team of Hank and Hank. Yeah. Hank and Sanger. Yeah. Wow. Hank, Hanger. Give the people what they want. Honestly, Hank is, I could, I see big things on the horizon for Hank. Good stuff. Security guard gimmick. Legado are leaving the arena when San, well, uh, uh, an unmarked vehicle pulls up. I mean, these, what a great way for the, if this is the final, this is a parking lot with Legado. Yeah. Good stuff. The way to do it. And this, yeah, the window comes down. It's Santos looking, he looks like in one of the, the classic, rock $500 shirts like the blue yeah, the blue yeah. and the gold one and he's is it all, blue or is it gold <laughs> he's all smiles here and he's he's probably thinking oh yeah I lost my job but got a great contract yeah, guys, like, right after you don't know what I got and he just goes guys you didn't think I was leaving without you did I La Familia sticks together and they're all smiles they all get in the car and well where's Smackdown on Friday <laughs> they're driving to Detroit is that where it is yeah <laughs> Uh, love it. Like, keep these people together. I'm excited to see. I think SmackDowns are, would be a right fit for the group. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been joking a lot with the whole bring them up. Easy, easy, big feud with him as Rey Mysterio down the line. That has to happen, mm-hmm. and it will be fucking gold. Cannot wait. But they're uh, three wrestlers that have, like, hot matches. So that's a good, like, way to start off as baby faces. And that's how he came in. Remember, he was the... Yeah. The, the mask and stuff, I do think that would be such a good, great way to kind of redo, again, redo some of these storylines that actually hit. It's not a bad idea because well, you could pretend like they're so, such good people. Wow, we escaped the, some bad people in NXT and we got out of here and now we have good contracts on the main roster. And then over time, kind of get a little more sleazy and then show your true colors and be the legato that we kind of knew and that ran shit in well, NXT. I feel a bloodline story would be great. Exactly, you've there got, you go. You've got... Like Roman and the Usos were like, we are like the bloodline of wrestling. Yeah. And it's, well, no, we represent all this other yeah. culture in wrestling. And we've got our history and lineage it, and it, stuff. And it, it, that's fresh. Like Usos and Joaquin and Raul. Yeah. It seems WWE's going in the route of kind of what AEW's done with the stables and mm. factions and stuff like the Judgment Day and all that stuff. So it makes sense because there's going to be different iterations of different teams that could go up against it and lining these guys up with anyone. I mean, Joaquin Wilde, Cruz, and Santos, anyone who faces them are in good hands. Yeah. They will put on a great show and, and protect them and make someone else look so good. That's just what they've been doing in NXT for this whole time, and I think it's time to give them some shine. It is funny that the storyline was like, you're gone from NXT, he shows up. Also, you can't take your boys with you. He takes his boys with him anyways. So it's like, okay, let's just forget, let's just forget about that because we don't want them here anymore. Hey, sometimes that's how life works, yeah. you know? Yeah. You get fired and then, actually, oh, no. I actually got a yeah. way better job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I hope to see them soon because they would be great on SmackDown. I agree. We go to Von Wagner taking on Tyler Bate. Um, it starts off Tyler is just obviously a lot smaller than Von Wagner here. Just evading Von. He's doing a lot of kind of forward rolls to get away from him. Von eventually catches him with a military press slam. Uh, Bate goes for the Tyler driver on the much bigger opponent, but can't get him all the way up. Uh, so Von Wagner kind of flips him out of it, but Bate lands on his feet, but gets caught with a huge fall away slam. Uh, and then Stone kind of indicates to Wagner he should pick him up and throw him into the crowd like he did to uh, Ikemen Jiro. 
So Vaughn tries to pick up Bate, but Bate slips out, sends Wagner to the outside, and then dives over the top rope to take him out. Uh, Wagner comes back with a big clothesline for a two, and then Tyler goes for his... He kind of does his bouncing off his neck off the top rope into a lariat. Goes for it twice, but Wagner blocks both times. But this allows Bate to hit bop and bang, like the, the fake out, put the arm in yeah. the air, the little jab. Followed by the rolling Liger kick to the back of the head, an exploder suplex, and then Tyler Bate climbs to the top and hits the spiral tap, which I think... The uh, spinny boy. Is that what he named it? Okay. <laughs> uh, and Tyler Bate wins. Yeah, uh, a good little quick match to kind of show what he can do and kind of refresh your memory. So, unfortunately for Vaughn, he was just there to make Bate look good. Yeah, I I feel we'll see uh, a few. I I wouldn't be surprised if we see him beat like Duke Hudson next week or something like that. Just go through these lower card big heels because obviously there is a bit of a height difference between him and... Bron Breaker. So if you can get over in the next couple of weeks that he's a bit of a yeah. a giant killer or something, um, give him a bit more credibility going up against Bron. But this is fine. We know Tyler Bates really good. I didn't think a whole lot of the match. Yeah. Um, he hit his stuff in one. He got his stuff in. Um, doesn't look quite as jacked as I remember him. Yeah, I remember him being a bit more jacked, but I mean, that's just... He, maybe we so haven't watched him in a while. Needs to work on it. Now. He's also got like a whole different look than what he used to look. He used to have a mustache. It looks like he should be part of Gallus. Like he doesn't look. Good he does look like he could be in Gallus. Doesn't look like yeah. a champion right now. Yeah. No. No sort disrespect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Going off on people today. Yeah, we're so mean. Yeah. Sorry. And people are gonna be. People are gonna look at us on YouTube and be like, "These are the guys uh, yeah. making fun of people's looks." That's how I feel every time I listen to WH Park. <laughs> like you. <laughs> Thing is, though, like if we had. Contracts and money, we look better than this. Yeah, like I, I get by the in my life yeah, now, and I'm all right. right. Yeah, I'm it's okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not. I don't look like I'm in Gallus. Maybe no. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could fit in Gallus. You dress better than Gallus, though. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dress like a champion, guys. Come on. Dress. What is the saying? Don't dress for the job you have. Dress for the po- job, job you, you want. want. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Come on. Um, Diamond Mine are celebrating backstage after beating up Gallus. And Brutus says, we're going to beat them in the six-man. And Roddy is like, yeah, we're going to destroy them. And Julius corrects him, no, we will destroy them. Saying it's it's going to be Kemp with the Creeds. Um, we roll with people we trust. Mm. And that's when Briggs and Jensen come in and say, hey, I, we know you've got the six-man next week, but save some of Gallus for us because we're going to get our uh, rematch with them. And Roddy just like, nah, we're going to destroy them. Calls them dorks. And Briggs says, look, Diamond Mine aren't even the best champions in NXT. Julius tells Roddy that uh, his voice doesn't mean what it, it mean what it used to and just kind of pushes him right to the back here. Um, and they accept uh, their challenge. So, yeah, so there's like six men. So I, I think we've got like three matches set up here. I think yeah. we've got... Uh, the six man next week, I think we've got a rematch between Gallus and Briggs and Jensen at some point, and maybe a Creeds versus Briggs and Jensen at some point as well. Yeah, this makes me lead to believe it'll be a four way match yeah. at the actual premium live event, mm. but it is a little weird because you would just do the title match next week. I don't know, but regardless, I think the, the path is the four way. Mm. Uh, the six man could be fun next week. Yeah. We go to our main event of the evening. It's a lights out match for the first time ever in NXT. Wendy Chu versus Tiffany Stratton. Uh, this is the lights are dimmed. It's kind of 
Sin the lights Cara are S. actually outmatched. This is very Sin Cara. Like, the lights are, like, Blue purple lighting. and dark. Again, it's, like, nighttime lights here. It wasn't bad. Like, compared to, say, The, the Fiend. Fiend. When it was it was awful. That was the worst. This, shit, this yeah. wasn't hard to watch. It yeah. just made it look a little different. Uh, no disqualification, no count outs, all of that. So uh, Tiffany comes out. She's got a, a tennis racket. Yep. Her dad's tennis racket, not Jim Cornette, but you know he, he if he was watching, he'd like that. And then she's got a, a fuzzy purse, mm-hmm. like a fuzzy legally blonde pink purse yep. that I instantly went. Something's in that person. <laughs> um, and Wendy Chu comes out in a taco onesie. In a bed. In a bed. Her entrance as she wakes up. But this time, we've been looking for an evolution of character. Yeah. Well, she takes off the taco onesie to reveal a cookie singlet. singlet kind of. Yeah, cookies all over it. Cookie monster. Uh, they announced that Survivor Series is going to be in Boston. This November, so finally getting their make good on that SummerSlam that never happened. They just casually say that? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if they announced this on Raw last night, but I felt like this was the announcement here. Okay. Uh, The lights are out, so we've got the dim lighting, and uh, right away they're going at it. There's a trash can put on Stratton's head as uh, Chu starts hitting it with the tennis racket. Uh, Stratton then goes and gets a toolbox where she gets a wrench and goes to smash Wendy in the head with it. But luckily, Wendy ducks out the way. Uh, Stratton then hits... uh, Sorry, uh, Chu hits the beautiful over-the-head belly-to-belly throw. She does have a nice suplex. Very nice, yeah. And then Stratton goes up top and goes for a moonsault. Very Kurt Angle-esque with the height here. And also Kurt Angle-esque, she misses it. Um, (laughs) There's then a suplex onto the steel chair. Chu, having... Clearly watched Raw from last night. Gets the wrench. Puts it across Tiffany's face for a cross face. Yeah, just like, like Edge. Edge. And then Chu brings in a pillow. Smashes Tiffany with it. And Tiffany seems to like fall down from this. So we assume that uh, the pillow is loaded. She opens up this pillow and pulls Lego. What? So... All this inspiration from all these different matches that happened in the last week or so. Yeah, uh, Lego. Joey Janela had a Lego match. Didn't yeah, he, he just recently did. DDT. And then there's a fall away slam from Stratton on Chu, but unfortunately completely misses yeah. all the Lego. <laughs> you what see I, the ref teller do it again. Yeah. What I found funny here is, you know, you see with a thumbtack spot, they then roll in it to try and get as many in them for the yeah. visual thing is Lego doesn't, doesn't stick, stick in you. Yeah. So you see Chu do it where she's then like rolling in it and like, that's why you, it's funny. I what guess. are you doing? Yeah. Um, but Tiffany picks her back up and hits a scoop slam this time completely on the Lego. Ouchie. Have you Ouch. ever stepped on a Lego? Oh, yeah. It hurts. Sucks. Imagine anywhere else that would be painful. And then in what I thought was the most impressive move, uh, of the, of the match, Tiffany hits a double stomp, almost like the cave in. Yeah. Onto the Lego. Oof. One, two, but Chu kicks out. And then Stratton goes to her purse, uh, pulls out a little baggie of white powder, Whoa. and goes to throw it in the face of Wendy Chu. But Wendy blocks it and smashes it into Tiffany's face. Damn. And then puts her to bed by slamming her through the bed. And then Wendy hits an inverted top rope splash to pick up the win. As this feud is finally this put feud's finally bed. over. I'm surprised Chu won it, actually. I, I thought they would have been going with Tiffany. I think uh, Tiffany's going to the main roster. I don't know. Uh, but I thought this was fun. There were some kind of awkward moments in it, but I thought, 
I, I still enjoyed their kind of brawl pre-match the other week, maybe more. But I thought there was some fun stuff in this and the crowd were actually really hyped for this as well. Yeah, uh, there was a, a few different moments. Like there was also a pink steel chair they were using. That's right. Tiffany yeah. had a pink steel chair, of course. So I like that. There's a brain buster spot. There was a lot of like fun stuff. There was Wendy, uh, sorry, Tiffany is good at using like other things. We've mentioned throughout since being in NXT, since being on TV, she's creative and stuff. So using hairspray and makeup as the powder and stuff mm. is like creative to bring that in. The, the tennis racket's a nice little touch as well. Things like that. I like, okay, I see there. There's some, there's some, creative flows i thought like you kind of said there was like some messy stuff they're throwing wrenches around and Mm. stuff like that but then when it kind of got going after the break it kind of picked up and there was i think the crowd really woke up when you know the pillow was loaded Mm. but then you're like okay well if it's like a piece of metal why would you just put a piece of metal in the pillow so when the reveal of the lego it woke me up it woke us up watching on tv but the crowd were like oh that's something as well that has been Kind of a popular indie spot in the yeah. last couple of years. WWE but doesn't we've do never it. seen it in WWE. Yeah, WWE so doesn't do it. It was quite, uh, quite, and especially when you've got like a no blood policy, like you know your lights out matches, your street fights yeah. aren't going to quite hit as hard as they do outside of the company. I thought the Lego thing was actually a good spot. We all know what it feels like to tread on Lego. We it's know also it, funny. We know it hurts. Yeah. It's kind of funny. You fitted the match. I, I almost want. I kind of want. I know she lost the match, but. Stratton, her calling card should be like street fights and stuff because it's so <laughs> against her character. And as we said earlier, being the daddy's little rich girl, yeah. but then it's time to fight and she does the braids and comes out with a tennis racket and yeah. is ready to fuck up. She could have multiple, like, I think it, it could evolve even more from that. I think that, it yeah. really does. So I kind of like to see her do this more. But yeah, this wasn't a blowaway match, but I, I had fun with it. Yeah, I can I can say the same thing. Did it? Uh, it was it was rough to begin with, but then it, it kind of picked up, and the whole time I was pretty entertained. So I will give them that. But uh, I like both of these two. Wendy Chu is in this weird position where we keep saying, "Where does the character go?" And the character got a singlet, so that's a good first step. She's not just wearing onesies, but uh, we'll see. Because I do think she has great wrestling whenever she has matches and tiffany is just someone who also is just super well-rounded in in anything and now street fights and legos and stuff like that uh i hope Wei Ting was watching somewhere because he loves lego yeah shout out Wei Ting. but um i'm i'm happy that they weren't um mega blocks in this match like the shitty the shitty lego big ones yeah yeah grayson Um, waller probably played with mega blocks (laughs) as a kid what was the other one? You had Meccano. Did you ever have that? What the fuck is that? Meccano. That's is that you... someone who was released from NXT no, UK? They, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, Meccano was kind of cool. You could build cars and things with it. What's the Lego like? Bionicle? Bionicle? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we end the show with a contract signing. Just backstage, we see the three women signing the contract for that, uh, the women's unification match. And we see Bron Breaker and Tyler Bate sign the contract for their yeah well. so it's official it's official uh yeah i kind of like this to to go off the air making yeah, it not? official um this is an all right show i mean i guess somewhat newsworthy but i thought the wrestling was all below par tonight for me yeah none of the wrestling really hit it was just a lot of like hey we're moving into this next show and we're going to help promote that and kind of make you understand what's going on so yeah. i and i i didn't necessarily hate this episode but i would have preferred like one or two matches to kind of hit and it didn't really I, I think over the last couple of months now we've had at least one like 
match where we've gone, oh, that was that was pretty good. Normally with like a Carmelo Hayes or a Giovanni Vinci or someone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no Hayes. No Hayes, thing. yeah. Hayes needs to find an opponent for the pay-per-view. Yeah, that's true. Uh, JD McDonough or I don't know who else, like... Is there a secondary type? There isn't. Oh, it's the... The rounds. Heritage, Heritage one. A-Kid. Axiom. Uh, isn't it Noam Dar right now or something? Oh, is he still there? Noam Dar's still there. Hey, that would be an okay match, but uh, yeah. they're pro- they're, you could just book Carmelo in a feud with... He's got a lot going on. Solo Sokoa is injured, so you can't go back to that one. He had a few... He's oh, got, right, he's got he a is, few... Yeah. The Wesley thing he seems to be just be gone, so really, I don't know who his... You could do Apollo. Yeah, you'd have thought... Yeah. You'd have thought Wes would have been going for that. Like, he beat Trick, so he's now... Oh, now I'll just hang out with Kaden yeah. and Katana. I'll just hang out with actual champions. Um, it's weird. Yeah, he did do the... I guess he's already had the match with Vinci as well, hasn't he? Yeah, I don't know where you go with that. Yeah. Well, that was NXT. I mean, yeah, mixed mixed kind of bag, but hey, they're actually doing a special, like a premium live event thing. So I like that we're headed towards something big. So yeah, good good direction, but not the most uh, exciting mm. show, to be honest. But hey, we got Lego bricks. We did. Well, that's what we thought. Let's go to see what you guys thought. We do put up a feedback thread every Tuesday on the Up Next Facebook group. If you haven't joined it yet, why not? Maybe because you don't know Facebook. We're sorry. But yeah. if you do, join it. If you like your getting your data stolen from Mark Zuckerberg, you can follow us at Up Next Group. Yes. UPNXT Group. We'll let you in. And, well, do you want to start? Yeah, we'll start off with Fire Frank, who writes in. He says, Chris Leone told me in confidence that beating... Miko would definitely add credibility to Mandy's title reign. Wow. Okay. He also says index forever and shout out pink chairs and Lego. Hanger for life. Oh, another supporter of Hanger right Hanger, there. Hanger, yeah. Hanger's getting over. We go to Surin. We haven't heard from Surin for a while. He was in the chat earlier. Nice. He, I think I made him pop with a joke earlier. <laughs> he, he knows Halloween. They know uh, Halloween's around the corner. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Surin. We never sent Surin that hoodie. Surin, we owe you a hoodie. Did you get that hoodie? My, you, you've got to keep on our <laughs> I'm pretty we sure stopped. we went to order it. Isn't it two years in a row? Oh, man. A hoodie? Wow, that just hit me. I'm so fucking sorry. Wow, we're going to have to chat. Um, he, Surin always comes in the costumes every year. But yeah, we haven't heard from Surin. Go for it. So listening to Wei Ting has taught me that the plural of Lego is Lego. So big L to commentary tonight calling them Legos. <laughs> yeah, Legos just sounds wrong. Uh, I never miss an up next, but I rarely watch NXT. This was a fun show to catch. Seeing the reunion of Indexed was by far the highlight. My biggest question is, can other people see Apollo's visions? How did Grayson <laughs> yeah. Waller know about them? Are Apollo's visions cano- uh, canonically broadcast on TV? Or does Grayson have the power to read minds? Yeah, that's, that's it, what I... That was him being cheeky, like the, like breaking the fourth wall a little bit. But yeah, that is pretty true. It, it's, it's like when uh, Imperium used to talk and they'd have live subtitles yeah, weird. for their live promos yeah, yeah. coming up. Very odd. Uh, wow. We then go to Sean, who says, A lot set up this episode with Worlds Collide. It's looking pretty promising. Apollo sounded pretty good on the mic, while Grayson sounded pretty much the same as always. Tyler Bate is very, very good, but from wrestling perspective, the Lights Out match was the best part of the show. Just really enjoyable. Wendy and Tiff worked their asses off. The rate at which Tiffany Stratton has developed is really impressive. And Wendy finally found a way to present her gimmick in a much more serious manner. I just love the whole match. I mean, there were Legos. And some Lego. Lego. And someone got put through a bed. Tremendous stuff. Anyways, pour one out for all of the Legado del Fantasma as they take their 
Bingo to the main roster. Long, long live index and welcome back, Johnny Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Sean's someone who's been pretty down on the shows recently, even the ones we've been kind of higher on. Yeah. So uh, interesting seeing he, uh, he enjoyed this week. And finally, we go to Nas, not the rapper from NYC. <laughs> Again, haven't heard from Nas for a while. Hey, Nas, how's it going? Nice to hear from you. Uh, first time I watched NXT in over two years. Only tuned in because I was still hyped from last night's Raw. So apologies in advance as some of these feedback may seem off to someone who watches every week. The opening tag match did not make sense at all. Surely that's a DQ. Why was the referee counting? So many backstage segments. So many interviews. So many brawls. The segments move so fast, it's hard to keep up. As I'm typing this, I forgot about most of them because there were so many to remember. Only the security guy really stood out. His facial expressions are great, by the way. Hank fan, yeah. <laughs> Cameron Grimes is surely wasted here. I'd move him up right away. Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett need to replace Jimmy Smith and Byron Saxton on Raw. No offense to Byron. The best thing on the show for me was Grayson Waller. The whole Instagram Live and the second cam, I loved it. This is how you know I'm a main roster guy. He 100% got better of the verbal battle against Apollo. He should move up and partner with The Miz. The main event was good. Both women put a lot of effort in and took some crazy bumps. First time watching Tiffany Stratton. She's really good. I'd move her up to SmackDown. She's definitely better prepared than Aaliyah. P.S. Thanks to the Instagram stories on Monday. Braden's picture that John took is absolutely priceless. <laughs> yes, if you haven't, again, follow all the socials and post wrestling on Instagram. I posted it up there. And you save the story so you can, you yeah. can watch it there. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, uh, my favorite is the, the holy shit chant with John. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> there was, yeah, you had to follow the stories to get the full extended cut because I didn't upload all of them. I never knew John Pollock liked to wear sunglasses inside but, and at night. Yeah, he wears them both. You, you learn something new. Every day. That party animal. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening and supporting us here. We could not do this without you. We will be back for BD Elite tomorrow night. It'll be on this feed as well. Listen to Shot in the Dark in 15 minutes or less. You can find out what's going on on all the other wrestling shows with John Cena on this feed. But you want to hear more? Patreon.com slash up next. We are content creators and we're proudly supported by our patrons. And you can check out all the great podcasts that we have up there. There's hundreds, meaning pennies per podcast. All retro pay-per-view reviews. All retro wrestling, best match ever, Rey Mysterio coming out, movie reviews, everything's on there. Go give us a shot if you haven't already because you will absolutely love it. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all. Get uh, Take off that Sunday for All Out because we're going to be doing Worlds Collide and All Out. The four pillars of post Ooh, cannot yes. freaking wait. But thank you. We love you. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. I'm at the. Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And long live Index. Ahoy! This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited.